Now it's time for the rural news with Sally Murphy. And Sally, ongoing consent delays are causing issues for farmers. Yes, they're not surprised the Canterbury Regional Council is failing to approve consents within certain time frames. The council, also known as ECAN, processed just a third of resource consents within the legal time frame in the last financial year. Yesterday, councillors agreed to put up to $3.5 million into consent processing to speed things up. Mid-Canterbury Federated Farmers President David Ackland said farmers have says farmers have been raising concerns about delays for years. Just even consents for getting septic tanks in. You know, there's examples where that used to be a relatively simple process of being a permitted activity and, and wouldn't take too long. Needing to be notified, which um, you know just as, as clogs up the system, having these ones that should be relatively straightforward, uh, just getting kicked back. And, and the farming ones around irrigation renewals and, and then in line with that there's the land use consent side of things and, and getting kicked back and there's been blame placed on consultants submitting the consent renewals in saying there's not enough information but I think it yeah, it's just been a complete muddle really. David Ackland says in recent years new regulations have created the need for more consents but regional councils can't keep up. And that was the big concern around the winter grazing side of things and they said oh, it was simple just get a consent well getting a consent as is, 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 has been proven is not that straightforward The regional council is investing more into the consents team but he says they need to ensure they have experienced staff who can make decisions The council says it processes the most resource consent applications of any regional council and expects the volumes of applications to increase over the next decade, partly due to active consents expiring. To other news, fertiliser prices are coming off the boil, but there's uncertainty around what impact the Gaza conflict could have on global supplies. Rabobank's latest fertiliser outlook says global fertiliser prices are expected to ease next year following extreme market volatility and record high prices over the last few years. Report co-author Vitor Pistoia says while the impact of escalating tensions in the Middle East is manageable for now, if it spreads it could have a notable impact on fertiliser supply. As long as the conflict remains around the Gaza Strip, that should not impact fertilizer manufacturing in Israel that has a substantial production up to 6 to 8% of potash and phosphate of the global supply come from Israel. But if that conflict uh, escalates and spread to the region, to the mines in the east uh, of the country or to some other countries like Jordan, or Egypt, then we could see, very likely, to see upside on the fertiliser price. Vitor Pastoya says while fertiliser prices are much lower than a year ago, it doesn't necessarily mean farmers are spending more on it as their budgets are tighter. The supply is there. There's a question of paying and getting it. Uh, the question for, for the New Zealand market is the outlook for milk, for beef and lamb price. So the imports of this year, the current year, they're very low compared to the historical average because, as everyone is aware, the prices are not that great. So farmers are doing whatever they can to reduce the budget, to remain on the profitable side of the charts, and fertilizer application is quite often one of them that goes 
That's Vitor Pastoya from Rabobank. The world's most common variety of banana is facing possible extinction, stoking concerns of a worldwide shortage. A fungal disease caused called the Panama disease, or TR4, is spreading to plantations across the world. It's a big threat to the Cavendish banana, the main variety that's consumed here. Northland banana grower and chair of Tropical Fruit Growers of New Zealand, Hugh Rose, told Morning Report the disease poses a big risk. For anyone who's growing Cavendish bananas as a monopoly, in my opinion, they're they're doomed uh, eventually if they get that virus into their plantations. Cavendish was developed in England. So it's a laboratory-grown banana, and each one is a clone, a a direct replica of the other one. So when you plant out 100,000 trees, they're all identical, and along comes the disease and wipes out the plantation. Hugh Rose says growing more bananas in New Zealand would limit our risk on missing out on fruit from key exporting countries if the Panama disease continues to spread. The use of antibiotics in livestock has dropped by 23% on last year. It's the fifth consecutive annual drop. Excessive use of antibiotics can lead to the emergence of resistant bacteria that don't respond to the medication in humans and livestock. New Zealand Food Safety Deputy Director General Vincent Arbuckle says resistance can also enter the food system, so the reduction is encouraging. This hasn't happened by accident. It's been a careful and thought through strategy and we are seeing the results in terms of product use going down year on year. Across the board, the producers of the products, the vets, the prescribers and the growers and farmers are far more aware of the need to be more selective and careful in the use of antibiotics so that we can all continue to use them for many years to come. It's been a really clear focus on let's be more selective Let's be more careful. Let's look at as many other ways in which we can you know, improve and maintain plant and animal health short of prescribing antibiotics. Of all of the antibiotics sold for animal use last year, 57% were used on dairy cattle. And just lastly, the Mbovis Eradication Programme has reached a new milestone, with the Ministry of Primary Industries handing over the reins to Osprey. Since being first discovered here back in 2017, the cattle disease has been isolated to one farm in Canterbury. Osprey, a not-for-profit company, already works with the farming sector to manage animal diseases. It's in charge of the TB Free Programme and runs the animal tracing software Nate. MPI says farmers should notice very little difference with the changeover. And that's the Rural News for today. Kia pai tera.